What's up, folks? What's going on? Welcome to episode 132 of the Spuntare Podcast, the podcast that's anchored in writing but unlimited in scope. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz, and in this episode, we're mixing it up a little bit. I have a guest on this episode. My good friend Elaine joins us, and she's been on the podcast in the past. She was part of the group of folks that recorded the 9 11 episode, which you can go back and listen to in the archives. And she's also a fellow writer, which has filled out the Spun Today questionnaire, which, by the way, can be found at spuntoday.com forward slash questionnaire for any of you writer or creative types. And I read and shared her responses on a previous episode of this pos- of this pos- of this podcast. Anyway, she really recently came back from vacation going to two pretty cool places, being Spain and Morocco. And we were on our way to go check out a house and decided to make the best of the commute and record a podcast. Why not, right? So keep that in mind when you're listening to the episode, being that it's recorded while I'm driving. You may hear some background noise, background traffic, the AC, definitely the navigation. But overall the audio quality is pretty good, so there's not much to tune out. I enjoy traveling myself and definitely don't do it as much as I would like to. So when I have opportunities like this to pick someone's brain, I like to do so and kind of live vicariously through them and their experiences. She also sent me a bunch of pictures that I'm going to add to the webpage that I'm going to set up for this specific episode and you all can check that out at spuntoday.com forward slash podcast forward slash 132 and there you'll see a bunch of dope pics from Morocco and Barcelona and Madrid that go along with some of the stories that she shared with us in this episode and that's pretty much it folks I hope you guys enjoy it but first before we jump into the episode a little bit of housekeeping I'm going to share with you a way that you can help support the Sponsor Day podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, one of the best ways you can do so is by rating and reviewing it on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, or wherever you listen to this podcast. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel and, of course, share it with friends, family, and on your own social media. Speaking of which, you can hit me up on Twitter at Spun Today or check out my Instagram page at Spun Today or my Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Spun Today. <laughs> Where is this place that we're seeing today? In Cambridge Heights. Cambridge Heights, got it. All right. So I'll do a whole intro, outro thing mm-hmm. as usual, but... The you just recently went on vacation to some exotic, well, to me exotic places. One of them was. You see what constitutes exotic? Just places I haven't been to. <laughs> okay. So I'm guessing I, exotic has a different meaning for everybody. It does. So, uh, I know it was a. Oh, by the way, folks, we're recording this in the car while I'm driving, so <laughs> you'll hear the Siri navigation in the background. So, one of them was in Spain, right? I think Madrid. The other one was Morocco. Correct. And I don't know what the third one was. Oh, no. It was just two countries. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So, tell me about it. All right. So... What was your favorite? I want to say Barcelona was my favorite. And here's why. So, we landed in Madrid... And Madrid is super hot, uh, but that's not the worst of it. I just felt like there wasn't much to do, and like like the ambiance wasn't popping. How how hot? Like as hot as it's been lately? Like another ninety? It's like one hundred and five degrees over there. Hey, Diablo! It was very hot, and like there's no shade ever. <laughs> Damn. So when we went, because we they don't have like high architecture, right? They like, do actually. Tall building. They oh do. really? Oh, they okay, do. Okay. I think that they're lacking trees. Is what the problem is. Gotcha. So. Um, so after Madrid, we spent three days there. We even took a day trip to Toledo, which wasn't even on our itinerary because we, we were already done with Madrid in two days. I Toledo like the, is I like, like the fact that you had an itinerary. Yeah, Toledo <laughs> was an hour out of Madrid. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like a medieval city where you find a lot of swords, a lot of like 
handmade artisan shit. Nice. A lot of like curved streets with like no ending. Sweet. Um, but anyway, I bought a I bought a bag there. I feel like there's like a Toledo, like in Kansas or something. You know what I mean? There's a like Toledo a in the states. I'm just not sure which state it is. Okay. Maybe California. It sounds a very like a California state. Yeah. I mean, kind of name Toledo. Anyways, so after Madrid, we took the bullet train, which I wanna say was super cool and clean. They give you earphone, I mean earphones. Nice. It feels like you're on taking a trip on an airplane because it's super clean. It's assigned seating. Um, you have to put your luggage to the side. Not you. They have space for the top, but not as big as like airplanes. Yeah. And uh, they so walk. You around. took a train from where to where? From Madrid to Barcelona. Nice. So it was a three-hour train ride. I've um, always wanted to do that. That's always oh, that where it's really cool. Where you sent me the picture of Pito's sister. Yes. So that's the train ride where I was able to catch up on some of my reading, which was uh, I took the only one book that I took on this trip was <laughs> Fractal. <laughs> Fractal. 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 Available now on Amazon.com or go to sponsoraycom <laughs> forward slash books forward slash Fractal. Exactly. So I got up to the point where they're like in the warehouse, like trying to figure out shit and how to solve it. Nice. I don't want to give too much away. All right, cool. But <laughs> that's where I'm at, and I was very intrigued. But I, uh, I fell asleep for part of the, part of the part of the trip, and then when I woke up, it was like maybe an hour left on the trip, and I was able. So to you read, you started reading the book, and it put you to sleep. Good. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the opposite. So I woke up, and I was like, ooh, a book. No, but honestly, so. the the like a train ride, like a cross country. I don't know if that's considered cross country, but yeah. like a long train ride where you could see. Like the cities, like pass by your trees or like whatever, just look out the window. It's like super I've always cool. wanted to And do it's that. like seamless. You don't feel like you're on a rackety like train. It's like super seamless. Like you're on a bullet. Like you just like, like on that. What is it? The Long Island Railroad. No, the 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 movie with that girl who has like a bird. No, the bird. Scoozy, scoozy. No. Oh my God. Oh, the Hunger Games. Remember when they take the, the bullet train to, like, the city because they're, like, going to be, like, feasted and whatever? I do not. Anyways, so it was like that. It was, like, super, like, modern. I guess compared to New York st- stuff, I was super impressed. Yeah. Because it was just clean and, like, in good shape. True. But anyway. Oh, and did you know that they had the time table on European trains, like, 15 years ago? And we just started getting those timetables, like, maybe in New York, like, maybe, like, three or four years ago what do you mean the time like the schedule of the trains no not the schedule of the trains but like you know when you're waiting on the platform and it says oh a train arriving in five minutes yeah 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 so it kind of you know for people who have anxiety it's like a, a very big thing because yeah. it's like oh oh my god when is this train ever coming i'm gonna be so late for work yeah, yeah. mind you the thing tells you okay you're you're gonna expect the train soon that's crazy so, so they've had that for years the technology and yeah, their public transportation is supposed to be like really like much more advanced like anywhere outside of like new york and shit it really is and i was like what i don't know i guess because from i'm from new york i kind of feel like I'm, we're at the center of the universe yeah <laughs> and that we're, we're on top of things and that we have like this whole like, like ad- everything figured out advantage and like yeah that we've got the best of the best and like but we really don't nah, in a lot <laughs> of areas so, we don't like like the the subway system in new york i think is like over 100 years old or 100 years old or some shit and it's like fact. super intricate and i think it's like one of the like the largest in terms of like scope you know uh-huh. like how many different trains and different places it goes yeah, to and stuff like that uh-huh. but it's just like old as shit yeah and in terms of the accessibility for like people with wheelchairs and shit like that it sucks and mm-hmm. stuff like that i don't know too much about amtrak because i've never really taken amtrak i mm. think but um i, haven't I just either. remember seeing in the news a bunch of them crashed a few times yeah like, <laughs> they always you know, go, like go off rails and yeah shit. they go off the rails so it's kind of like uh whatever it's a, it's it's not a good thing to think about when you're wanting to take trains but i was on vacation uh, and hopeful and positive so yeah. <laughs> i wasn't thinking about any of that while i was out there uh they distracted me with all the nice stuff yeah <laughs> so moving on i get to barcelona barcelona was amazing uh we went uh, to real s- quick though on uh-huh. the train do you get is the is there like food like can you no, sleep drinks, they do have a, ooh, they do have a bar cart so next to us was a bar cart and you can like order like drinks cocktails Oh, you don't have Here. to be in that cart to order. Like, you can order it from any cart. No, no, you have to get up and walk to that cart. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. You're gotcha. in your passenger cart, and then you, if you want to drink or something, you have to walk up and move over to the bar cart. And you just buy it there and then go back to your cart. Yeah, you buy it there. You can lounge there because they have, like, they don't have any seats in that area. Uh-huh. They just have, like, you know, like, places where you can put your drink down at, like, height level. Yeah. Counter height level, but nothing like to sit down or whatever. That's pretty dope, though. I, w- I always thought the bar carts, I always thought it was like you have to buy the bar cart package and then there's a bar in your cart or something uh maybe on some other like fancy trains like the one i'm going to later today but i'll tell you about that later oh shit nice (laughs) so um 
Yeah, so we landed in Barcelona. We took a cab and we went to our Airbnb, which we stood in Airbnbs both in Madrid and Barcelona. Highly recommend. Cause I, like, I was about to ask you if you recommend it. Yeah, because the thing is that when you're on vacation, you're not really spending time in a hotel. You're out exploring. So True. to spend money like at a five-star hotel that you're really just going to sleep at and shower yeah. makes no sense. Um, and how so, were the, the Airbnbs in terms of like safe and Oh, they were safe and like, super like... They were like really straightforward we went to the office that manages the airbnb we there we like picked up our keys and mm. we uh obtained the wi-fi password and then we were on our way literally nice so we we self-checked in a lot of them were like with keypads some of them had keys and some of them were keypads so that was that you know what what creeps me out a little bit about airbnbs what is like if they like if they have like cameras like hidden like nanny cams all over the place or some shit oh yeah you know i see what, I mean? what you're saying no they had cameras in the hallway oh, okay the exit onto cross island parkway i guess they want to make sure that whoever's entering is supposed to be there but yeah. in general inside that the apartment sense. i didn't i didn't peep any cameras unless they're like super hidden like yeah. behind the clock you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but again i wasn't paranoid <laughs> i was just enjoying my time true so so we we got there and um so barcelona was great we we went to see la sagrada familia which is a, a church which usually i'm not into visiting like churches on vacation because like mm -hmm. i figure you know people come to saint patrick's cathedral here in new york yeah. and i'm always wondering why do they want to go see saint patrick's cathedral like it's not even all that but this church in barcelona la sagrada familia is um, is it the one that, that i told you to go to oh no uh yeah turn left Nice. So it is all that Turn because um. I heard it on uh on what part? I think it was on Rogan's podcast. Like somebody was talking about it, or and they were just talking about like the architecture of it outside and inside and like, yeah. the guy who built it and stuff like it, that. It's under construction as a lot of things are right now mm -hmm. in in as I noticed in Barcelona. But um, the the thing that I like the most about it is like the stained glass windows are phenomenal. Like you walked in there and you felt like a warmth from the from the warm side of the church which was like the warm colors orangey reds yellows and then on the other side of the church it's the cooler tone so you get stained glass like nice view of like greens and blues and like purples and it's just really interesting how they made it um that way because usually you go into a church and it's just like you have an image of a stained glass like a saint or something and then mm -hmm. like whatever light shines through is whatever light shines through but in this church they had like they specifically made it that way so that um in the morning you would get the light from the from the, the cooler side and then in the evening as the sun was setting you would get it from the warmer side well, it's just a nice dope. concept yeah. yeah and it just looks really pretty i took a picture in there with like no flash just like regular from a phone from a phone picture uh -huh. nothing no special camera and it looks like i used a professional camera because just like it, the perfect the lighting is so perfect that's dope. But anyways, um, aside from that, I went to have some paella somewhere, like a local spot. I wasn't impressed. Um, I feel maybe that's because the paella I'm used to eating here is different from the one over there. It's more Americanized. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe the one, just people here. Because I've gone to like Spaniard places to eat paella here and it True. tastes good. I guess over there, maybe, maybe the spot we picked wasn't all that, but it just felt a little more like risotto-like instead of like mm. ricey. Gotcha. But um, and I know paella, paella is supposed to be like a like a wet rice mm -hmm. kind of with the sauce. I know when I used to work in a Portuguese restaurant, <laughs> like their paella is a little like wetter than others that, that I've had. Mm -hmm. So maybe it is maybe just like. And a, I a personally stylistic. love risotto, but this one, like the paella over there, I just I wasn't feeling it, and yeah. the rice was just like a little undercooked. How'd you guys find the the place? Did you like Yelp it or something? Or just no, we just, walk, we just walked around and saw, oh, they have paella, so many choices, and we walked in. Nice. Um, a lot of places, we didn't really, We I know I told you we had an itinerary as far as like cities we were going to, but we mm -hmm. didn't have an itinerary so much as like, like what, what to do places there. we were going to eat at specifically and all that good okay. stuff. So after that, um, you know, we, re we relaxed. Our, our Airbnb had a nice balcony. We took some photos. It was super cute. Um, the architecture again was very nice like back in the day like some of the buildings you might see in like uh, Tribeca like nice. that kind of architecture mm -hmm. so um, what else so I just enjoyed Barcelona just the vibe was different it was a, it was a little bit cooler I mean it was still hot but the fact that they have trees over there and that it's closer to the beach mm -hmm. or to the water whatever it um like it, you feel the breeze at least. Even if you're hot, you feel like a breeze coming through. Gotcha. So that was that was really nice. Just did like you guys go the to the ambience. beach? We did go to the beach. How was that? So. In half a mile. 
Um, Turn right onto Cross Island Parkway. So what we did was we booked a day trip through getyourguide.com. We were able to book a day trip with a driver to head to Costa Brava because we heard that Barcelonita, which is the beach right in Barcelona, mm-hmm. is like super packed with tourists and just like the kind of beach like if you were here you would go to like Rockaway gotcha so yeah. it wasn't really something we wanted to check out plus he said like all the locals never go to Barcelona like they always take the hour drive to go to gotcha um, and that's Costa a good, good idea to follow like where the locals go because they know like where the good spots yeah. are and shit. Yeah. exactly where you find clean water all that good stuff mm-hmm. also they said there's a lot of theft on the tourist beach because obviously that makes people sense. Yeah. are not really paying attention to their things and you know uh, and then thieves take know, that, that. know that they're tourists and they probably have like valuable shit on them correct so Turn we right just Cross Island went Park. ahead and did that <clears throat> so we went to Costa Brava we um we had a great time over there because um we you know the water was nice the guy showed us like the really bougie area of town like where all the like rich people live in, in no. Blanas and then we went to the beach and then after that we enjoyed like a local like lunch which was really nice actually I really enjoyed that lunch who was it um, you, you could choose from different options, but I had like the whole fish, so it was a red a snapper, mm-hmm. prepared with amazing spices, and um, he showed us how to do a really cool tostada con tomate, which they call pan con tomate, as uh-huh. like an appetizer. So you basically take a piece of toasted sourdough bread, you take a garlic clove, you don't have to necessarily peel it, but you just have to cut part of it so that you expose part of the garlic. Mm-hmm. And then you rub it, like if you were rubbing an eraser on a paper, you rub the garlic clove on the sourdough bread. You just rub it, and it gets the flavor of the garlic. Well, and then you put it to the side. So there's no chopping involved or anything. And uh, after that, you take a tomato, and you do the same thing. You, you don't have to slice a tomato, you just slice a piece so that it is exposed, and you rub it on the, the tomato, on the thingy. Right. After that, you put some. After that, you put some olive oil on it, mm-hmm. then some salt and pepper, and then you the the icing on this pan con tomate <laughs> is the jamón ibérico, which feels like a prosciutto. Yeah, I was about to. Uh, so say that. it is amazing. You just put that in your mouth, and it's like so good. Um, but we will, we will. No, no, uh, finish it. Finish so it. So then finish we are. We ate that, and then I had the, and then they brought us some other like bocadillos and like um, croquetas and stuff. And then we had our main dish, and then we had dessert, which I had a, uh, what was it that I had? Oh, I had like a creme brulee. Destination is on your right. It was really good. Avenue. So after that, we just drove back home and um, we relaxed because you know a long, a long beach day makes you pretty tired in general. Yeah, hell yeah. But we did a lot of stuff. We found we found a hookah bar. It was run. Oh, that reminds me. So, so yeah. it always says like a like a Dominican dicho. That's like, ¿Para dónde van? Para la playa. <laughs> ¿De dónde vienen? De la playa. Exactly. Like that, <laughs> That's how it is. But we found we found a good a tour guide, and he was obviously gay. So cute. <laughs> Why obviously? Because he was obviously cute, <laughs> and you know, very well spoken, and like with you know, just you had a good vibe. And of course, he was gay, and of course, he actually was married. Aww. So he told us, I asked him, like, oh, Sucks for you. where did you meet your your spouse, whatever? And so we went into a whole conversation. He actually met the spouse on Tinder. Damn. So Tinder is popping these days, which usually when it first came out, I remember it being more of like, like a, a fucking site, like a hookup place when yeah. people are actually finding love on Tinder. So who knows? Interesting. Maybe I'll join. Who knows? Well, it's just one anecdotal. Well, actually, I've story. known like three anecdotal okay. people <laughs> who literally are engaged now, and one got married. Damn. So, uh, but whatever. People are using it more like to meet people because you can't even meet people in real life these days because you're so busy driving around or going to work or like having your second job or yeah. doing your like hobby that you don't really meet people in general. I guess. People are keeping themselves too busy. Yeah, but after that, uh, so we eventually found a hookah bar. And it was run by people who were hard of hearing. So when we first got there, we saw people signing to each other at all times. And we were like, hmm, that's odd. Like, you know, these people are, all these people are deaf. Mm -hmm. And it turned out that after I looked on, like, Google and I read some reviews, they were like, oh, yes, it's run by some people who are hard of hearing. So not everyone is deaf, but most people are. Wow. So it was pretty cool, though, because our bartender was, like, really nice. And he was telling us to eat the to try the black paella which is a paella made with black rice it's like the squid with the squid i think so yeah, yeah i think so so we uh we took the recommendation and we said we would come back we eventually we didn't come back because we found something else to do gotcha. but it was a nice time 
So Barcelona has a really nice nightlife. And on top of that, they also have like really cool streets that you can like walk around at night. So the cab leaves you at the beginning of like the little streets. And because the cab, the cabs aren't allowed to pass through because there's too mm. narrow the streets. So you literally he leaves you like at the beginning of a maze, and then you like walk yourself through and find what you want to find. Then you end up at the other side of the maze. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's super and they have, like, cute. They have like stores and like stuff. They have stores. They have cafes. They have everything. Like it's so cute. Like you, you could live there literally. And, and I'm sure safe. people do. Yeah, I felt safe. Yeah, I did. That's pretty dope. And those those streets are narrow, if I'm not mistaken, because it's like back in the day before cars were made. Correct. So they only had like horses and carriages, maybe that could have like fit through exactly and they kept everything really close knit so you walk into this little one maze and it's like all right so here i am and i have everything i need i don't have to escape this maze nice (laughs) they have like food stores they have like clothing stores they have like gadget stores souvenir stores everything so barcelona was totally cool and the shopping scene was amazing because i did pick up a few things that i ended up bringing over here like clothes wise i try to find like a nice signature piece of clothing whenever i go and travel just so i can remember the city by what's your favorite thing the bag um no my favorite thing that i got over there was an olive satin shirt interesting yes it's very classy now that i'm about to be 34 i'm still in my jesus year but in three three weeks i'll be 34 so i feel like i need to be a little more classy with with the dress code nice and so i picked those up oh i also picked up like a cute leopard oh no snakeskin like fanny pack it's not really a fanny pack because fanny packs makes you think of your grandma going to the flea market. <laughs> this one is like super chic. Fanny and packs like, are in, yo. Yeah, it's like snakeskin. It has, it's like a belt and then it has a little pocket, whatever. So that was that. Everything everything went well. Anything else about Barcelona? Nope, that's it for now. All right, so let's pause this thing and come back and speak about the next country. All right. So next up, after Spain, after Madrid. After Barcelona. Yeah. Right? You went to... So we decided that we wanted to go to Morocco. (laughs) (laughs) And did your accent change between uh, Spain and Morocco? Uh, It did not. I just felt inclined at this very moment to (laughs) indulge myself (laughs) with a little bit of British accent anyways. Um, So yeah, Morocco was cool. Morocco, we did have a tight itinerary because we wanted to explore different cities in Morocco. So we landed in... Um, Where is that? How far? How far away from like Spain was that? That was really only like an hour and a half flight. Okay. In yeah. half a mile, turn like, left onto. Lincoln it definitely Boulevard. took longer for us to board and like get our shit together than to actually get there. And Morocco's gonna, is where in Africa? Yes. Okay. Northern Africa. Interesting. So. Um, so you went to two continents on this trip. Yes, I did. But, you know, nice. um, there's people that speak Spanish in Morocco because, you know, just proximity. Mm. Yeah, that makes so sense. Also because of when um, under, like, the Ottoman Empire, like, when folks were, like, the Turkish were, like, taking over and, like, trying to, like, convert people. A lot of Spaniards and, like, even Jewish people living in Europe went down to Morocco. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, so we landed in Morocco. First city we visited was Fez. Fez is known as like the first Medina in Morocco. Medinas are like cities, so it's, it has the biggest Medina, I think they said on one of the tours. Is that where the Fez hat comes from? That little hat that monkeys wear that has like the little feather on top and it's like a little oh, purple I don't hat. Know. No, no, I don't think it's related. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, in there we had a good time. Uh, we explored a Medina, which again it was even more intricate and like than the one that I spoke to you about in Spain, where like the cars can't even pass through mm-hmm. but um the tour guide that took us he was like i grew up here this is the only way like i know how to get around <laughs> damn nice but yeah so all of the medinas pretty much start with a market because stuff goes in and out through the beginning through the beginning people from the outside come and bring the goods to the market people mm-hmm. and then the market people like uh, sell to the people inside the little city. Gotcha. So every the, all the beginnings of all the medinas always have like a little market that you, that I guess where I always imagined like um, Belle in Beauty and the Beast when mm-hmm. she's like, there goes the baker with the bread like <laughs> always. So it's like a bunch of little, <laughs> a bunch of little like, you know, businesses just like trying to sell you things like and they have the meats, the d- veggies. Does each um, uh, supermarket or whatever like have like their own thing, or is it all like they all no. sell the same shit? A lot of them are redundant, so a lot of meat, mm. um, 
sometimes they'll have like camel meat so they'll have a literally a chopped off face of a camel and you'll know that they'll have it hanging at the top uh-huh. and that's how you know that this place sells camel Turn meat right Damn. and then they'll have a cow then keep left they'll have a cow for like when it sells like regular beef okay and whatnot um like a cow hanging there a cow head like literally Damn. not even a picture it's an actual cow's head <laughs> that somebody took interesting so anyways we went to fez i was cool in fez we kind of visited the tanneries which are like places where leather is brought to be like processed and like dyed for production of like products okay like bags and leather jackets and things so when we passed through this guy's like obvi- offering us mints and i'm like no thank you no thank you he's like just some random guy in the street uh, in the beginning of the the tanneries uh-huh. and so the tour guide is like take the mint <laughs> i'm like okay <laughs> so when we go upstairs basically the mint is the mint serves as kind of like your air freshener because it smells so bad up there that you literally have the mint up your nostrils like oh, so you damn. can breathe in something pleasant because it smells so bad it's literally the butchers or whoever like unskins the, the animals uh-huh. brings those raw skins like, to the ooh, tanneries okay. and there they process the, they process them under some chemicals for like a few weeks after it leaves that process it moves to the second process which is the coloring or the dyes uh-huh. so you see all of this out in the open so that's why you smell it because it's out in the open that's all this happens and i imagine i'm picturing like mad flies all around yeah like yeah. no like dingy so, lighting kind of uh-huh so basically the um and then they have like people working indoors like the women work indoors to like mm-hmm make the stuff but outside is all men and uh, on the side of the chemicals like they're like with boots in the left and like lanes. gloves and things but on the side of the dyes um they're like barefoot and shit they're like hopping from little from each canister to canister they're like hopping around because it's all like made out of clay it's all like from like the beginning of time like when people first started doing this that's how it is so you imagine like a bunch of take exit 21a toward rockaway boulevard a bunch of like uh clay-like pots that are huge uh-huh. like huge like maybe the size of a I don't know of a, of a small pond maybe <laughs> damn yeah so it's full of instead of pond water it's like dyes so it's like all these big things they use like these big sticks to like move them around and is it like different colored dyes yeah so they have like your blues they have your reds your damn that probably, looked, that probably looked really cool it did there's a bunch of pictures online if you ever look up the tanneries in Morocco you'll mm. see the picture you didn't exactly take any from saw. those uh, I did take a picture, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so that's what they were doing, and that's why we needed the mint, because it just smells terrible. And the guy was telling me that uh, that's something that people people come from, like, other, like, families inside the Medina own that thing, but the people who work there are, like, foreigners. Uh-huh. And they come from other cities or other towns to work there, because it's, like, a rough job. Like, you need to, like, gotcha. really be, like super like strong like young and like with strength to do that kind of job he also said that the most someone lasts working there is six years because after that like it takes a toll on like your health and all that shit and is it like a i I guess like an entry level like immigrants like people migrate yeah over there yeah but they make pretty good money and then they go back to their hometown and they like start up whatever they want to do but they make good money doing what they're doing there because it's a tough job but it's not something that someone has forever. And it's not like one of those jobs like, oh, yeah, I've been here for 20 years. Yeah, now. yeah. It's so, like coal mining or some shit. Correct. It's like that. So nothing. So we saw that. So I was in Fez. Uh, we had a really nice... Um, we stayed in a Riyadh. So there's, we didn't stay in no Airbnbs in Morocco. I don't even think that exists over there. It might, but we didn't look into it. What is that, Riyadh? A Riyadh is just like a hotel. Okay. They just call it Riyadh. Right I like how you said... I like how you said it so nonchalantly. Like, I know what the fuck a Riyadh is. <laughs> I thought people have heard that term. <laughs> I had definitely heard that term before going there. And I was like, oh, this is what they mean. you never seen, like, Fresh Prince, but like, welcome to my Riyadh. No. Anyway. I, well, I've seen Fresh Prince. I love Fresh Prince. One of my, probably the, my favorite sitcom growing up, that and Saved by the Bell. Yeah. But I've never heard Riyadh. No. Yes. So, anyways, <laughs> moving on. Uh, our, our guy at the, like, our bellhop at the Riyadh knows six languages. Damn. So, he's like, uh, he's obviously a native of Morocco, but he speaks Spanish, English. He knows French. He knows a little bit of German. And he's like, Estoy aprendiendo japonés ahora, pero es un poco difícil. Like, he was, <laughs> wow. talk- he was talking about it like, I, like, I get it. <laughs> I totally get it. <laughs> japonés would be difícil. So anyway, so we were there. He was amazing. He was, like, super cool. He helped us fix our hookah, which over there they don't call it hookah. They call it shisha. Mm-hmm. So, which a lot of people, some people there don't really even smoke hookah because they're um, they're Muslim. 
so they don't yeah. really smoke and True. indulge in like alcoholic beverages or anything like that. I encountered that way when I went to to India. I mean, we went to a spot mm-hmm. and there was um uh there was actually two Muslim girls like in the full mm-hmm. uh hi- uh hijab. Fire. Yeah, uh-huh. like and um the lady that we were with which like was taking us around and she she like worked at at the same place uh that I work for but over there in India mm-hmm. and she like took us took us around and she was telling us she was like that that's like those two girls like if their families would see them or anything like that they would be like disowned yeah like disowned and and just like the yeah. families would flip on them because yeah, they're, they're like they're, it's considered you know, like religion really is, their religion is like you know kind of like restrictive in many ways yeah. but um so yeah, they don't really smoke over there. Actually, a lot of people think that like shisha came from Morocco, but it really didn't. It came from the Turks. Mm-hmm. So that's where that comes from. So, but mm-hmm. it's not like a, it's not inherently like an Arabic thing. Okay. Or it came from Arabic people, or the Moorish people that came from Spain and were down in there. Um, so, anyways, uh, we did that in Fez, and um, every like time they had to pray we heard the like the guy on the loudspeaker yeah yeah he was like, I heard that I, what they were saying I, I heard that like, in India too and in like sorry, in like Muslim neighborhoods yeah. and shit. so it was kind of like weird to hear that because mm-hmm. it's not something you hear here at all yeah like it's like total silence and I don't know where someone's like da, 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 like calling out mm-hmm. in like you know their language so so then yeah after Fez we moved on to we saw like a ruined city it's called Velabilis you ever heard of the lost city of Pompeii Mm. Remember that movie Pompeii? Yes. But anyway, it's kind of like Pompeii, but in Morocco. So it's like a ruined city. Okay. So we went to see that. That was interesting. That must have been dope. That was kind of hot that day, like really hot. Mm-hmm. And there's no coverings because obviously it's like a ruin, so you're seeing like just architecture that's like out in the bare heat. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, the left a lot of it was very well preserved, though, which is impressive because if someone, literally, we were in Hercules' house. Damn. Literally in his house, and you could see the the tile work that they did, the mosaic, uh-huh. like picturing Mo- Hercules, with like other st- stuff. It looks exactly like it would. It just looks a little dusty, but it wow. looks, you could see it. So anyway, moving on. After that, we went to. Do you have pictures of all that stuff? I do. Okay, I'm gonna take some of your pictures if you don't mind, and put them That's like fine. on the website, like mm-hmm. for this episode, which can be found at spontoday.com forward slash podcast forward slash whatever episode number this winds up being which is probably gonna be like 132 or 133 so check it out folks yeah so then um after that we went to Chefchuan, which is the blue city so it's basically a city that all the buildings are like painted in a different shade of blue mm-hmm. so everywhere you go it's very like picturesque oh, i think i saw it on your yeah, instagram good pictures yeah so that was pretty cool i like that um everywhere you go we had some moroccan tea we sat in a lot of rooftops because it's cooler in the rooftop so wherever mm-hmm. you go to a restaurant they you have to walk like five staircases but like you make it to the rooftop and it's like ah oh, shade and coolness nice. and you can feel the breeze so that was nice um what else as i was buying a souvenir or oh, my friend was buying a souvenir because i didn't really buy souvenirs i bought things for people but they weren't like those like cheap souvenirs you find like little keychain stuff gotcha. so i was just accompanying my friend to go do that so i found some guy that was like selling weed <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was tempted to buy some. But then I was like, mm, if this ends up being like a bad weed, I'm like in another country with no insurance. Like I can't, ju- I can't just run to the doctor and be like, something's wrong with me. But with weed, you don't have to worry. But if it, if it was laced with like some other shit, like yeah, ash what, or like something like that, I'm not then, sure about yeah. yes, But I was like, ah, perfect opportunity. The vibe was perfect too for that yeah. kind of like situation. Yeah. But anyway, moving on. After the Blue City, we went to Rabat, which is like the capital. There's nothing to see there, really. We had some nice lunch. Oh, a lot of the foods over there, they don't really serve it hot. It's, like, room temperature. Mm. But when you go to, like, a nice restaurant, like, they definitely serve it hot. Okay. Like it's, com- it's piping hot. So I had a lot of chicken tagine and uh, chicken skewers or, like, eggplant or lentils, you know, or split pea soup. They had a lot of stuff like that. They're also big on olives, which I don't eat olives, but they mm. were always in abundance at our tables. Like, you know how here you come and you sometimes people serve you peanuts or yeah. chips and salsa? Like, over there, it's, like, olives. Nice. I like olives. Um, and all different kinds, too. Like, the the red, the red ones, like, the brownie ones, the green ones, and the black ones. Nice. Moving on. Um, after the Rabat, we went to Casablanca. And literally, Casablanca is one of the, like, biggest cities in the world really like and most populated yes it's also very like 
It felt like there was mad pollution in there too. Mm-hmm. But it makes sense. A lot of a lot of people, a lot of pollution. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing really to see in Casablanca, honestly. I guess that's what happens when you make a movie about a place. But oh, that Casablanca. Yes. Casablanca. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So we went, and it was just like there was like this mosque that's like really nice and like marbled and like or whatever. But that was like really the only thing to see in Casablanca. Gotcha. There was like nothing to like. Ooh, I went to Casablanca, and it was like this classy place, and like, you know. Is it like modern, like a modern city, or? Yeah, it's pretty much modern. Okay. It's not like Manhattan, but it's like. Manhattan in the sense that it's like crowded and like a lot of people, mm-hmm. pollution and dirty. How's architecture? Like a lot of buildings, like skyscrapers type shit or no? Yeah, but they weren't like the one in, they weren't like in Europe where it's like, ooh, this is nice, like architecture. It was just kind of like random, regular building squared. Gotcha. Um, From Casablanca, we went to Marrakesh, which was our final destination. Uh, I really like Marrakesh. If I had to do it over, I would, if I had to do the whole trip over, I would just go to Barcelona, skip Madrid. And then just go to Marrakesh, skip the other cities. Why skip Madrid? Oh, because it just wasn't really much to do there, in okay. my opinion. Maybe if I found like another crowd, or maybe we went to a different area. Mm. We were, it was just like kind of like regular. But you like, definitely enjoyed like, Barcelona. It's like it's like if you come to New York and you're like, I could stay in Brooklyn or I could stay in the Upper East Side. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. there's nothing to do in the Upper East Side, <laughs> but <laughs> there's lots to do in Brooklyn, and it's True. like it's colored with like the urban people of the city. Yeah. You know? Like more culture. Yeah, I felt that was my vibe. Okay. So, um, so Marrakesh was dope. So Marrakesh was dope as well. We went up. We went to a. We stayed in a regular Riyadh, but for lunch we ended up going to La Munia, which did, is. Did you a book them? Uh, not to interrupt you, but did you book them in advance, or you just like walked into like a random one-on-one? No, we, I booked them in advance. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I was on a website called. Um, kimkim.com mm-hmm. so that lets you like book a tour guide and we, that's how we booked our driver and then he helped us pick out the hotels whatever okay and we stood at like three three star hotels because like, we, we were moving and packing every day yeah, really yeah. we were moving from city to city we were like we don't need to stay in a very good hotel every time we sleep somewhere yeah true so we stood in three star hotels that makes sense not a shithole and not a not right. a fancy so hotel so it's clean it's got a shower it's got a bed mm-hmm. and it's not like running around with rats <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know not like oh here's some like napkins folded like a dove you know what i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. so then uh, but we, for lunch in marrakesh we went to la mamunia which is a very big five-star hotel it's really nice they even have a christian dior inside of it damn yeah um and maluma stayed there when he went to marrakesh you know maluma <laughs> my husband Andalowski. yeah so i was like i want to go where maluma was at <laughs> so it has a nice pool and it has like a really cool you know situation so we spent the day there. So it's cool that, like, even though we didn't stay there, we were able to experience it. And the food was on point. Like, everything was delicious. And the service was impeccable. Nice. The service there, oh, my gosh. The guy, like, before you even got halfway through your water, he was coming back to refill your water. Like, they brought us a Coca-Cola, like, in a little, like, metal caddy. It was like the Coca-Cola had its own, like, entourage. Damn. <laughs> they served it with, like, sliced lemons. And it was just, like, so nice. And just the food was amazing. Um, what else? Oh, also in Marrakesh, we did do a camel ride. So the camel ride, it was supposed to be a two-hour camel ride, but we stopped Damn. the guy half an hour in. Yeah. Because we were like, we're good. Yeah. It's too, it's too hot out here, and I was getting, like, seasick. I was about to, I, on a camel ride. Yeah. I was about to say, two hours sounds horrible. I did a, I did a camel ride in the Bronx Zoo. Um, cause I regretted not doing like stuff like that. Like you could do, like elephants or camels and stuff like that in India. And I didn't do any of it, not because I didn't want to or anything, but it like didn't come up, and I didn't think of it. And then um, somebody else that I work with wound up doing a, a camel ride in India, and I was like, oh fuck, I wish I would have done that. And then I had a trip planned to the Bronx Zoo with Soila and 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 her sister, mm-hmm. and we went, and they actually had camel rides there, and I was like, oh shit. And I did a camel ride that was literally like. Una vuelta a la manzana of like a, like a little. And that was enough for you. It was like a literally five minutes the whole thing, and I was like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> no need for more. Yeah, Thanks. two hours sounds horrible. Yeah, it was kind of torturous. So then you stopped them a half hour in, but then what do you do? Like turn uh, around? We turned around. Oh, okay, so it okay. Ended up being a one-hour camel ride versus. Damn. Versus, uh, versus, versus two. Hours. That's good though. That's smart though to like bail. Yeah, I was like, I was like, anybody got time for this? Yeah, no. I was like, you, <laughs> you want to optimize your trip? Yo no a nadie. Like, I don't got to suffer out here. I'm on vacation. I do what I want. Like, yeah, he's yeah. here because of us. So we told him to turn around. Please and thank you. <laughs> nice. Um, so that's what we did. And it was, and it was probably worked out for him. He probably just picked up another client after. And still got paid for it. Yeah, I mean, he just, 
was able to just relax, I guess, for the rest of the tour. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else did we do? So, oh, after the tour ride, the camel ride, we jumped in the pool. So mm-hmm. the, the camel ride was at another location, like a remote location. And it was connected to a, to a hotel that had like a pool and stuff. But that wasn't the hotel we were staying at. But we finished our camel ride early. So the guy was like, hey, if you guys want to enjoy the pool while you're here. I was like, yes, thank you. So we literally didn't bring bathing suits because we hadn't planned to be in a pool. We just mm-hmm. had our clothes to be on the camel ride. So we literally like stripped and we were in our underwear only. And we jumped in the pool in our underwears. <laughs> nice. And it was like the best. Nobody took pictures really because everyone yeah. was like, we're not wearing bathing suits. I was like, whatever. <laughs> so one of us took a little video, but I don't think my cousin sent it to me. So I don't have it. But it was um really cool because it was like scorching hot. And then you just dump right into a blue serene pool. It was Damn. the best. And after that, we discovered that they also have a masseuse. On, by the pool so we ended up getting like 30 minute massages each of us nice um, we didn't get longer ones because then our tour guide was going to come pick us up because then the two hours would have been done how was it price wise the like the massages and shit oh it was it was a fairly price it was like a dollar a minute which is okay. standard so our half an hour massage was like 24 euros okay okay yeah interesting and that was the end of our trip really we ended in marrakesh and we had a good time we didn't you have like a, a wedding or something a wedding where there? there yeah no i didn't go to a wedding i don't know anybody out there ah i could just when you told me that it was uh, like when you bought the the indian thing like the not the sorry but that thing that you wore i thought it was like oh, to go yes. to like a specific like wedding or van or something no oh, okay nice mm-hmm. all right so sounds good thank you very much mm-hmm. anytime for sharing I'll send you those pics. All right, nice. And that's the episode, folks. Episode 132 of the Spun Today podcast. If you want to check out some of the photos of the cool places that Elaine mentioned, go to spuntoday.com forward slash podcast forward slash 132 and check them out. Until then, vibe out to some music for a bit and then listen to a variety of ways you can help support this podcast if you choose to. Again, my name is Tony Ortiz. This is the Spot Today Podcast, and I appreciate the fuck out of each and every one of you for listening. Peace. I feel a change in the weather. I feel a change in me. The days are getting shorter and the birds begin to leave. Even me, yes, yes, y'all, who's been so long alone I'm headed home, headed home The nights are getting colder now, and the air is getting crisp I first tasted the universe on a night like this A box of wine, an alibi, and the hunger in her eyes in the place where the tree of good and evil still resides Still resides Homecoming Homecoming, homecoming She said, show me what you got, babe I'm not like other girls Just give me your bad self And a place for us to make a stand And I can move the world Lift the valley from the floor, honey Little town to the sky They'll say that it's a miracle And you'll know damn well they're right Damn well they're right Homecoming Would you like to receive a short email from me once a week? You know that feeling you have on a Monday at work When you have absolutely nothing to look forward to except for lunch? Have no fear, the Midday Monday Boost Letter is here. In this short weekly newsletter, you will receive five things. One is a photograph of the week from a photographer, a podcast of the week. I listen to tons of podcasts, dozens and dozens of podcasts, hundreds of episodes, and I cherry pick the best ones and I share them with you here. You'll also receive a video of the week, which could be anything from a rap battle to a TED talk. You receive a quote of the week, something to let marinate in your mind, and a word of the week so that you and I can both step up our vocab. So if any of that sounds of interest to you, 
check it out. Check out the subscribe page at spuntrade.com forward slash subscribe. Drop in your email address and you'll receive the very next one. For any writers or creatives out there, I have a questionnaire. It's a five question questionnaire that anyone is free to fill out. It's located at spuntrade.com forward slash questionnaire. And what it is, is five open-ended questions related to your craft. It's things like what inspires you to write or create whenever you don't feel the inspiration to do so. What are your favorite apps or tools or tricks to trick yourself into getting into the mind state of actually creating? What inspires you, etc., etc., stuff like that. And what I do with your responses is share them on a future episode of the podcast. Now you can choose to remain anonymous. If you choose to, you have that option right there when you fill out the questionnaire. And if you do not choose to remain anonymous, I give you a shout out on the podcast and promote for free whatever it is that you have going on. So I appreciate you in advance for sharing that with me, as well as the rest of the listeners of the Sponsor Day podcast, which would stand to gain from you filling out the questionnaire. Now, you can help support the podcast in a myriad of ways. One way which does not cost you anything and is most popular within the podcasting community is by shopping on Amazon using my affiliate links banner. So the way that works is you go to spontaneity.com forward slash affiliate links or just click on the affiliate links tab at the top center of the page. And there you will see a banner for Amazon. You literally just click on that and it takes you to Amazon's website where you do your shopping like you normally do. It does not cost you anything extra, but Amazon will give me a kickback just for driving traffic to their website. So that would be a big help. It literally costs you nothing extra financially, just costs you a couple of extra clicks of your mouse before you do your Amazon shopping. The iTunes banner that's on that same page works the same way. So if you're purchasing music or movies or whatever it is on iTunes, feel free to go through my affiliate link portal there as well. If you want to make a one-time uh, PayPal donation, feel free to do so. There's a PayPal donation button on there as well. Within that same tab, you'll also find a link to the Spun Today Viral Style Store. Now, the Viral Style Store is a store where you can get Spun Today merch, whether it's a coffee mug or a t-shirt that I personally designed. And spoiler alert, I'm no... I'm no Ralph Lauren or, you know, whoever designs Gucci stuff, <laughs> but I did create the design of those shirts myself. I have a couple t-shirts on there. One that says, for example, right need every day, which is a playoff of Snoop, Dre and Nate Dogs. smoke weed every day. So it's right need every day with like a puff cloud of smoke behind it. I have a podcast versus everybody t-shirt and uh, just stuff like that. So check it out. The link to the viral style store is also there. You can also help support the podcast on a reoccurring basis if you become a Patreon supporter. Now, Patreon is pretty cool and it there's a little um, video explanation of what it is and how it works, but I'll try to do my best to summarize it here. Basically, you sign on to Patreon, which is a free service for your account, and you can support not just myself, but any other uh, podcasters or creatives that also have Patreon pages. And you can choose to, for example, donate a dollar to them on a per episode basis. So the Sponsor Day podcast has two uh, episodes a month. So if you donate a dollar to it, it'll be two dollars a month, basically. And you set it up and it just happens automatically on a reoccurring basis. There are zero fees. You can cancel at any time. No hassle, no bullshit. And it's uh, it's a cool way to help support and is much appreciated. And also, it's not just like a, for example, uh, a PayPal donation, which is just that. But through Patreon, it allows the creator, in this case being myself, to set up a reward system, if you will. So... If you donate a dollar per episode, you are considered a tier one supporter. If you donate $3 per episode, you are a second tier supporter, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it goes up to four tiers. And each tier gets different things. Like uh, tier one gets a free Spun Today bookmark and a shout out on the podcast. Tier three gets a 
gets those two things from tier one as well as a free writing piece that's not posted on on my website or available to anyone else etc etc so check that out if you will and uh, visit my patreon page at patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash spun today Another great, amazing way to help support the podcast is to rate and review it. This costs you absolutely nothing. Whether you listen on iTunes, on Stitcher, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, on Pocket Casts, on Overcast, on Player FM, on Google Play, on YouTube, on Tumblr, or if you listen on Podbay or any other of your favorite podcast apps. Please rate and review the episode. It really is the number one way to help the show gain traction, gain exposure. You know, you could also share it with friends or family and tell them, you know, check out what this idiot is saying. Some of it is actually pretty good or it all fucking sucks and you should listen and laugh. But as long as you're listening, <laughs> it would be much appreciated. So rate and review the podcast wherever it is that you listen. Follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at Spun Today like the facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash spun today subscribe to my youtube page as well all podcast episodes are available on youtube as well as clipped versions for example with the random rant episodes you know i speak about a bunch of different topics instead of having the full episode alone which is also available on youtube but you also have snippets of the different topics broken up into more digestible chunks so check that out you can also support by checking out my book make way for you tips for getting out of your own way it's a quick short read if you're looking for some inspiration and motivation and you can find out more about it at spuntray.com forward slash books there you'll find a video of me telling you all how the book came to fruition as well as a couple of audio excerpts if you're interested you can purchase it wherever books are sold kindle ibooks Kobo in ebook or paperback format, which you can find on Amazon. Also, for being a Spun Today listener, I can also send you a free copy right there on that same landing page at sponsor.com forward slash books. Drop in your email address at the bottom of the page and I'll shoot you over a copy in the format of your choice. And that's all I got, folks. Thanks again for checking out this episode. And as always, substitute the mysticism with hard work and start taking steps in the general direction of your dreams. Thanks for listening.